power in the name of There's healing in the name of There's salvation in the name of The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Ntefel of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntefel is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. I want to tell you, according to Psalm 102 verse 13, the Bible says the time to favor Zion, the appointed time is now. Hallelujah. This is the time you have been waiting for. And to borrow from the words of Bishop, the highlights of the spiritual activities of the Bread of Life Cathedral is the more than you can carry convention with Bishop Emmanuel Louis in temple. Hallelujah! I want to say that Bishop in temple is a man I personally admire, respect, and love. Amen? His infectious smile alone when he sees you is an indication that he wants you to be around him. He likes you. And tonight, I want you to also know that he's a man of the Spirit. He is a great teacher. He is a man heavily anointed in the ministry of miracles, signs, and wonders. I knew him many years ago as a doctor on the medical block of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital who was known to astound consultants with his diagnosis. So he's also a man of excellence who built a hospital which had many companies sending their workers to him before he left it all to enter into full-time ministry. Hallelujah. So tonight, if you have come, according to the word of God, you have entered into the company of an innumerable number of angels. This is Mount Zion. It is the city of the living God. It is the heavenly Jerusalem. Here, there are spirits of just men made perfect. Angels and other heavenly beings. And the man who is coming is heavily anointed to minister God's word to you. If you are ready, and if you are anticipating a heavy downpour of the anointing tonight, then stand to your feet, and with a shout, and with a clap, welcome Bishop Emmanuel Lewis. All the way from the right of the world cathedral. Give the Lord a shout. 
put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Is it a blessing? How many of you are happy to be here tonight? Amen. Well, it's not amazing that one year can go and come so fast. It looked like um, a few weeks ago when we were here last year. Is that not so? But we thank God for His goodness, for keeping us all and bringing us into another year. Hallelujah. Well, I want to thank God for the life of my friend, my brother, my Colleen, my co-laborer in the vineyard of the Lord, one of God's choice servants in the whole wild world and in the lighthouse family, the Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. You have you have an amazing man of God. He's a professor of medicine lighthouse. Amen. Somebody that um, um, stands by the side of the bishop um, across the nations of the world. Great, great, great servant of God. And I am happy that he's my friend and my brother ministering together and serving the Lord together. And I thank God for using him to build a great church, a great council, and that through his uh, obedience, uh, all of you have been raised up and you are serving the Lord. I want us to clap our hands and appreciate the Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Amen. Hallelujah. He's not here with us because uh, he's with the bishop doing some things and uh, I believe that whenever uh, he's you, you come in. But it doesn't matter. Uh, this is our home. Amen. I'm okay. I'm okay. Hallelujah. And I want to salute his dear wife. Lady Pastor BM. And to salute all the wonderful pastors that are always come to meet. Reverend Michael, Reverend Aso, and all of you wonderful full-time and lay pastors. Hallelujah. And uh, it's such a wonderful blessing to see all of you here. I want you to know that you are in a good place. You are under a good leadership. Continue to be here. Don't be moving around. Be here. Because it is they that are, are established in the house of the Lord that will flourish in the courts of our God. Amen. Well, so for three days, we are here. And I have good news for you. You receive more than you can carry. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, you know, 
this year, the Lord has sent me to many places. Uh, I've actually preached more outside the country than even in the country. And uh, um, coming towards this convention, I, I have really struggled, you know, to know what, the direction. But over the last two days, the Holy Spirit just started infusing. He, the Holy Spirit set a drip on me and started infusing. I was sitting by Reverend Jude, my assistant, yesterday in church. And I was telling him that the Holy Spirit is amazing, you know, uh, what he can do. So I believe that the word of God that the Lord has given to us is going to bless us. Amen. Tonight, I'm talking about uh, wait for your season. Tomorrow, I'll be talking about the anointing that breaks the yoke. And on Friday, I'll be talking about from nowhere to somewhere. I think last year we, we, talked, we spoke about from nobody to somebody. Is that not so? Yeah. But on Friday, we'll be talking about nowhere, from nowhere to somewhere. Hallelujah. So I want you to be here and uh, I want you to open your heart and the Lord is going to bless you. Stand to your feet and lift up your two hands unto the Lord. Awesome God. How great the You are God. Mighty. I am Rocking. We stand in awe of your holiness. Lord, we bow and worship you. Awesome God, our great our You are God, my dear, I We stand in awe. Lift up your hands and tell Jesus of your holy name. Lord, Sing holy. Come on.
lift up your hands and ask the Lord to give you more than you can carry. And just pray nights. Tell the Lord, I come to you because I cannot help myself. I bring to you my situation. I bring to you my challenges. I bring to you all my problems. Help me, Lord. Give me more than you can carry. We welcome the Holy Spirit. In these three nights, reveal your word unto us. Touch us by your power. Give us more than we can carry. We give you praise. We give you glory. Jesus, be glorified. Be glorified. Be exalted. We worship you. There is none like unto you. Be glorified, Lord. There is no God like you, Lord. Hallowed be thy name. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence. Thank you for all friends. Thank you for direction. Thank you for your power, your presence. We love you and we give you praise. In Jesus' name. my season and 
my season shall come. Now, it is very important for us as the people of God to understand that God has established and God operates in seasons. It is very, very important for us to understand. If you don't understand that, you'll be frustrated in life. You argue with God, you'll be depressed, you'll be sad, you cannot eat. Are you getting that? Eh? And you'll not be a happy person. God has established and he operates in seasons. Hallelujah. In Ecclesiastes chapter 3 and verse 1, the Bible says that there is, there is a season to everything. There is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Now look at the scripture carefully. It says, to everything there is a season. To everything there is a season. Amen. To everything. There is a season. Amen. And uh, a time to every purpose under the heaven. So everybody here, there is something that you want. There's a season for it. And there's a certain purpose that you want to achieve. There is a time for it. Now, the fact that you have not experienced it, the fact that it has not come to pass, the fact that you have not seen it, does not mean that your God has failed you. But what you must understand is that the God that you serve, He has established and He operates in seasons. And if you know this, you'll be relaxed. May you sleep from today in the name of Jesus. Anything that has been bothering you, anything that has been taking your sleep away, for so he given his beloved sleep. May you sleep like a baby from today, knowing that there is there's a season and a time to everything and every purpose in your life. Amen. Look, the, the weather operates in seasons. In Genesis 8, 20, 22, the Bible says that, you know, that while the earth remains, eh, seed time and harvest time, cold and heat, summer and winter shall not cease. Amen. The, the weather operates by seasons. Sometimes there's a little change here and there. But by and large, in Ghana, we have the dry season. Alright? That's from about November, right up to about April. Eh? Yeah. Then from about May, June, we enter into the raining season. It's always like that. Occasionally there's a shift here and there. But generally, that is how uh, it is. Amen? Even in the in the wildlife, there, there are birds that experience what we call migration. 
migration of birds. Why you, you cannot believe it that birds from, let's say, uh, in Africa can migrate to other parts of the world. Yeah. That, that, there's no human being who is telling them anything. There's no computer. There's no signal. You know, but they themselves, they move. Why? Because that is the season that God has established. There are some animals called the wither beets. The wither beets. Every year in the Serengeti River, they migrate in their thousands. They migrate from one place to the other and come back. Because that is how it has been established. Hallelujah. In the life of a, a girl or a woman, there is a season where there is no menstruation. And there is a season for menstruation. And there is a season for reproduction. And there is a season for menopause. That is how it is. Now, when you are a seven-year-old girl, you don't have to worry about giving birth. You should not, you should not be walking around crying that you are, you are not giving birth. That, that, that you are not giving birth. It is not the season for giving birth. It is the season for learning mathematics, learning geography, social studies. Amen. But when you get to the reproductive age, Okay, the season has come. So, the point I'm trying to make is that God operates in seasons. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, now, the second thing is that, therefore, it is important for you to wait for your season. It is important for you to wait for your season. All throughout the scriptures, you realize that the people that walked with God, they had to wait. In Genesis chapter 12, God called Abraham out of his father's land and said to him, I will make out of thee a great nation. And said, go to a land that I will show you. And even though God promised to make him a father of many nations when he was 75 years, by the age of 90 years, nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. Amen. And when you read Genesis chapter 15, Abraham was so depressed. He was so depressed sitting under his tent that God had to bring him out of the tent to encourage him. Hallelujah. I get what I'm saying. In fact, it got to a point that he agreed with his wife to help God to fast forward the season by having Ishmael. Now, some of us, sometimes we want to fast track the season. We want to fast track the season. So you are a lady and you think that you are not married and now you are open to any brother that will come. If a Muslim comes, you are ready to flow because you feel that you must help the season. 
But God doesn't need anybody's help. God doesn't need your help. What you must understand is that you must wait for your season. Hallelujah. Look at Genesis 17 from verse 1. Genesis 17 from verse 1. From verse 1, very quickly. And when Abraham was 90 years old and 9, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. I mean, as the time that he's talking to him about multiply, as he said this thing 25 years ago. No, the multiplication started 25 years ago. 25 years later, he had not seen anything. And Abraham fell on his face and talked with God, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee. Watch this. Look at what God is saying. As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee. A covenant is an agreement. And God was telling Abraham that it's been 25 years since I said, I'll multiply your seed. And you haven't seen anything. But I want to assure you that, as for me, my covenant is still with thee. I want to encourage somebody. What God has said he will do, he has not changed his mind. No, no, God has not changed his mind at all about you. His, he, his covenant is still with you. His agreement is still with you. What, what he has said, he will do. He has not changed his mind. For God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it and will he not do it? Has he declared it and will he not make it good? Now watch it. As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee. So listen, God's covenant with thee concerning every any area of your life. He has not forgotten about it. Relax. For God is in control. Hallelujah. And thou shalt be a father of many nations. Can you imagine that? By this time, a man is 90 years. There shall be a father of many nations. Just as he said it 25 years ago. Hallelujah. Neither shall thy name anymore be called Abraham. Abraham means a father. But God said, By thy name shall be Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. Now, at the time that God was speaking to him, he did not have a child. Alright? Eh? No, he, he, had, he had Ishmael. He had Ishmael at that time. But God was saying, I'll make you a father of many nations. So you are sitting down here. And you don't have a ministry. And God says, you are a great pastor. You don't even have an, a drop of oil upon your head. And God says, God says, when I see you, you are an anointed man of God. Can you imagine? You have never been to school, but God says, when I see you, you are a great businessman. Wow. That is the way God sees you. For he called those things that are not as if they are. Now, you see before you believe. But God does not see before he believes. God already has seen what will come to pass about you. He knows your future. He knows your destiny. Can I have an amen? Eh? And I'll make thee exceedingly fruitful. And I'll make nations of thee and kings shall come out of thee. Wow. And I'll establish my covenant between me and thee. And I see after thee in their generations for everlasting, everlasting covenant. To be a God unto thee 
and to thy seed after thee. And I'll give unto thee and to thy seed. And he continues. Huh? Go to about verse 18. And Abraham said unto God, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. Verse 19. And God said, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son indeed. And thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant and with his seed after him. As for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him. I will make him fruitful. And I will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he be God. And I will make him a great nation. Look at verse 21. But my covenant will I establish with Isaac. Look, God said, I am not changing my mind. I came to tell somebody that God is adamant about what he has said about you. I said, God is adamant about what he has said about you. There is no power on earth. There is no power in heaven. There is no power under the earth that can make God change his mind about you. What he has said he will do, he will do. He said, but my covenant will I establish with Isaac. You are going to have Ishmael trying to, you know, help me to sort out your destiny and your plan. Alright? Okay. You said I should bless Ishmael. I will bless him. But I want you to know that when I said that I will make you a father of many nations, I was thinking about Isaac. And even though as I'm speaking to you right now, you have not seen the Isaac, the Isaac will come to pass. Your Isaac will come to pass. Your Isaac will appear. If you believe in what I'm saying, I want you to clap your hands, lift up your voice, and give Jesus a shout of victory. But my covenant will I establish of Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the mercy. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Go back to verse 21. He said, I will establish of Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time. The promise that I made to you 25 years ago, there's a season for it. And Abraham, next year is that season. Next year is that season. I have good news for many of you here today. Exactly a year by this time, 12 months after today, your promise will come to pass. You shall see what you want to see. What God said he will do, he will do. I say what God said he will do, he will do. The promise of God concerning your life shall come to pass. In the name of Jesus. If you believe me, shout Amen. So Abraham had to wait for his season. Yeah. Hannah had been married and was believing God. But she had to wait for her season. Every year, please sit down. Every year, Hannah will accompany her husband, Elkanah, to Shiloh. And will pray. And will cry before God. And nothing will happen. And Elkanah will laugh at her. Mock at her. Because she had children. Hallelujah. I don't know who is laughing at you today. Amen. But you laugh last. I said you laugh last. 
It is not about who started laughing. It's about who laughed last. My best throttle driver is the one that has written at the back of his car, Lord, let my enemies live long that they may see your hand of blessing in my life. Look, pray for your enemies to live long. No, because you see, what God is going to do in your life, if they don't see it, it will pay you. Based on what you have said, they said you have been wasting your time in church. Oh, sorry, they be sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, they are sorry. But wisdom is justified of her children. One of these days, they are going to see the hand of the Lord. And they are going to say, oh, see what the Lord has done for them. Hallelujah. So pray for your enemies to live long. Yeah. Because the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. David said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfortest me. Then he said, Thou preparest a table before me, right there in the midst of my enemies. Oh, I see a table being prepared for you. I see the angels preparing a table for you. Your enemies will attend your adoring. Your enemies, when you are opening your business, they'll be there. Your enemies will attend your church. Your enemies will declare that your God is good. Oh, if you believe it, lift up your voice and shout, yes! Then Eli answered and said, Go in peace. And the God of Israel grant thee thy petition that thou hast asked of him. I declare to somebody, Go in peace. Go in peace. After Friday, go in peace. And may the Lord grant your petition. Whatever is your worry. Whatever is your desire, whatever is your request, may God Almighty, may the Lord Almighty, may the Lord Almighty grant your petition in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout yes! Somebody shout yes! Somebody shout yes! Alimo Jose. Akamili Ribo Jose. Enutsimaka. Say yes, yeah. 
Friday after this convention you will receive more than you can carry therefore after this Friday go back eat, be eaten drink, be happy sing to the Lord, dance before the Lord, shout before the Lord, hallelujah be happy be happy, amen verse 19 verse 19 and they rose up in the morning and worship before the Lord and returned. And came to their house to, Ram, to Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife. And the Lord remembered her. And the Lord remembered her. Listen, God will rem- remember you. He has not even forgotten about you. Now listen, God has not, God has not forgotten about you. And found whom Babia Wushe. Wushe Kutobabi. Eh? Ubet me akoshe okusie epum. Uyakopon. Ram to you. Oh no no no. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. He will remember you. But you must wait for your season. Yeah. You must wait for your season. You must wait. And you see, the, the season is being controlled by God. Whatever is going on in your life, God is controlling it. Jeremiah chapter 29. God is controlling it. The people of Israel went into captivity. Okay? But the Bible said that, now, these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah the prophet sent from Jerusalem unto the residue of the elders, which was carried away captives. They had been carried away captives. Eh? And to the priests, and to the prophets, and to the people, and to all the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive from Jerusalem to Babylon. They were carried I'm sure mothers were crying, fathers were crying, and they were saying, God, what is happening to us? What is happening to us? The life of a Christian sometimes can be full of painful mysteries. You sit in the church, you pay your tithe faithfully, you give offerings faithfully, you serve in the church faithfully, the pastor loves you, you love the pastor, you are around. And and, and then sometimes you look at your life and you wonder, what is happening? But what you must understand is that God is in charge of your season. 
there is a, there is, there is a season for everything and a time for every purpose. Maybe encourage tonight. Amen. Don't give up on God. Amen. Amen. Verse 2. After that, Jeconiah the king and the queen and the eunuch, the princes of Judah and Jerusalem and the carpenters and the smith were departed from Jerusalem. By the hand of Elisa, the son of Shaphan. Elisa, the son of Shaphan. Maybe it's some disease. And Gemaria, the son of Hilkiah. Maybe it's a demon that has taken over your marriage, that has taken over your business, that has taken over your opportunities in life. Eh? Whom Zedekiah, king of Judah, sent unto Babylon to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, saying, Thus said the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, unto all that are carried away captives. Watch this. Whom I have caused to be carried away from Jerusalem unto Babylon. Which means that God was behind it. Which means that God allowed it. There are many things that God allowed. He allows to happen in our lives. Wherever you are, in whatever season, okay, what I'm saying is that God is aware of it and God is controlling the seasons. There is a time. There's a, there's, a, there's, there's a season and a time. There's a season for everything and a time for every purpose. Hallelujah. Yeah. God himself, God himself, there was a time that he worked with men as God the Father. Another time he worked with men as God the Son. And now he's with us as God the Holy Spirit. It's a season. The children of Israel, the children of Israel, okay, had to wait for 430. 430 years for them to be delivered from their captivity slavery from Egypt according to the declaration of God. Look at Genesis chapter 15, 13 and 14. And he said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them 400 years. They shall afflict them 400 years. God knew about it. So all the 400 years of sufferings, slavery, eh, hardship, afflictions, being used as cheap labor to build uh, pitoms and ramses and all that. It was all part of the season. It was all part of the season. They had to wait. Hallelujah. Huh? They had to wait. Verse 14. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge. And afterward shall they come out with great substance. Are you getting that? So before they will come up with great substance, there was a season. 
of suffering. A season of affliction. But the important thing I want you to know is that God was the one controlling the seasons. Hallelujah. You have to wait for your season. You have to wait for your season. Look, if you don't understand this, eh, you can even give up on your Christian life. Yeah. You know, coming into this convention, I feel that many of us are down. That's what I feel in my spirit. I feel many of us are down. I feel many of us are discouraged. I feel many of us feel that we have not seen some things that we have to see, some breakthroughs, some promotions, you know, and, and all that. But God is telling you, wait for your season. Wait for your season. And the Lord remembered Hannah. He won't forget about you. He will not forget about you. Wait for your season. There is a season for everything. The coming of the Lord Jesus Christ as a Savior was prophesied over hundreds of years. Moses spoke about it in Deuteronomy 18, 15, 18, 8. He spoke about it. Isaiah spoke about it. Isaiah 7, 14. The, 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 the psalmist in various psalms spoke about it. Psalm 35, different psalms. Malachi spoke about his healing power. Over hundreds of years, his coming was prophesied. But look at Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4. Look at Galatians chapter 4 and verse 4. The Bible said about when the fullness of time was come. The prophecy has gone ahead. What has been said has gone ahead. But there is something called the fullness of time. Do you understand that? The fullness of time. And when the fullness of time comes, what do you want to see? What you want to hear, what you want to observe, it will come to pass. And when the fullness of time was come, God sent for his son, made of a woman, made under the law, verse 5, to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. There is something called the fullness of time. Hallelujah. The fullness of time. Now, the fullness of time, watch this. That time there is God's time. When the scripture says at the set time, God is talking about his time. The fullness of time. God is talking about his time, not your time. Your confusion and your disappointment lies in the fact that you have confused the times. Now, there is your time. And then there is the time. And then there is his time. Now, I don't know whether there's a clock. Yeah, there's a clock here. You see, the time by which we are operating in this service. Set by... God's servant in this church who commands and dictates and rules and directs over all the affairs of this church is five minutes to ten. That's the time. That is their time. But apart from that, you have your own time. And, and, and I can bet, I can bet with you my, my last dollar that 
most of us, if I call 10 people, everybody's time will be different. My time is always 15 minutes ahead. I get what I'm saying. So, there is the time. And there is your time. But what God is operating by, the Bible says that in his time, you make all things beautiful. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus, somebody? In his time, sing it. In his time, oh, he makes all things beautiful. In his time, lift up your hands and sing it. Come on. We must wait, wait, wait on the Lord. I must wait, wait. Come on, sing it. Wait on the Lord. Wait, wait, wait on the 
Now watch this. I must learn my lessons well. There's a reason for the waiting period. There are certain lessons to be learned. There are certain tests you must pass. There are certain things that God must see. Yeah. Amen. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Very quickly. Very quickly, please. All the commandments which I commanded this day shall you observe to do that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land. With the Lord swore unto your fathers, verse 2. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God let thee these 40 years in the wilderness. Now, now, Bible historians tell us that, watch this, that the journey from Egypt, I know Peter, from Egypt to the promised land was 40 days. 40 days. 40 days. But it took 40 years. Why? There were certain lessons to be learned. Okay. Bibi Aopia will already in check. So, or the Marbella five years and count you. And now, would me bombaya, would me bought tongues, would me have fasting. The situation has forced you to get closer to the Lord. No, 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 no. You will not be here. You will not be here. You will not be here. Osaka was triplet, no? 2006. You will not be sitting down here. You will be telling Bishop of God that, look, these days I don't have time, you know. I mean, the business has gone, the children, you know, and all kinds of things. And uh, thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee, to know what was in thy heart, whether thou wouldst keep his command. So there's a reason why God is keeping you forty. Look, and and do you know what happened? They just went round. They just went round. Just went round. Forty years. Now we are casting. We are ready. We are ready. We Listen, listen, listen. There's a reason why the season has not come. Because the movie will happen. Season, season. It's a bantam kakra. Eh? The pastor of the biggest church, largest church in the world, Dr. Yongicho, when he started his church, when he started, he was doing everything. 
He was the usher, the prayer warrior, the pastor, the evangelist. Everything up and down, up and down. He became sick. And the Lord spoke to him. He said, this is your sickness. It will not go away for the next 10 years. And he said, within those 10 years, I want you to learn to depend on me and to allow my people to serve me. There's a reason why the season is the way it is. So, learn your lessons well. What are the lessons that the Lord wants you to learn? What are the things that the Lord wants you to, you know, uh, to, to acquire? What are the skills? You never know what God is going to use you to do, a young man. You understand it? You never know the type of anointing that God is bringing upon your life. And maybe this time, the, the season is, is, the season is, is, is a season for you to prepare yourself, to learn the scriptures, to learn how to pray, to learn how to wait on the Lord, to learn how to quote scriptures, to learn how to evangelize, before the Lord will usher you into the ministry that he has called you. Amen? Yeah. In the fullness of time. In the fullness of time. Jesus Christ promised us the Holy Spirit. In Luke 24, 49, he told them, said, but tarry ye, tarry ye in Jerusalem, until he said, I shall send you the promise of the Father. But tarry ye in Jerusalem, until you be endued with power from on high. Wait. Then in Acts chapter 2, look at Acts chapter 2 verse 1. Very quickly. Acts chapter 2 verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. I didn't know Emma until fully come. <laughs> in the fullness of time. Look, if you, if, if you try to fast track it, you make a mistake. Some of you, you have gotten yourself in relationships that have destroyed you. Because we are trying to fast track. You have gotten yourself into certain business deals. I went to dedicate the, um, the shop of a businessman yesterday. You know, a young man. He's doing very, very well. In business. And after it, you know, he, 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 he brought his car to come and pick me from church and then he brought me back. And just as I was going, he turned and said, Bishop, thank you so much for coming. Then I turned to him and I said, I said, there are things that you must do. There are things that you must do. I said, no, my wife, don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. I told him, being greedy in business will let you do business. Go into deals, go into contracts that will destroy your life. You see, I began to speak with him for about two minutes. I said, relax. Be, 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 be happy with the little that you have all the time. The season of greatness will come. But take your time. Take your time. Oprah who too much. Oprah who too much. Oprah. There are a lot of young people in the church here. 
15 years, 16 years, 18 years, 19 years, 22 years. This is the time to go to school. This is the time to go to school. This is not the time for Sakawa. This is not the time for, for internet fraud. You end up in prison. Somebody will kill you. A lot of the deaths and a lot of the distance is all because of this. Yeah. Satan will like to kill you before your time. For the thief commandment number for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. No people listen to me. Satan will like to kill you. He tried to kill Moses as an infant. He tried to kill Joseph as a young man. He tried to kill the baby Jesus. He knows what God wants to use you to do. Somehow he has an idea. And you like to cut off your neck before your time. Wait for your season. Wait for your season. Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. Came to the face of the earth. The creator of the world was born in a manger among sheep. Sheep poo-poo. You ask yourself, why? Why? The season for his glorification was going to come. But now, now, there was a need. He, he, went, to, he went to John the Baptist and said, baptize me. He said, I beg you. He said, no, no, no. Allow it for all righteousness to be fulfilled. I am preparing for the season of my glory. Today, God has exalted the name of Jesus Christ. He is seated at the right hand of God. But before that, the scripture said, let this mind be in you, which also was in Christ Jesus, who be in the form of God, taught it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. There was a time that he had to redeem himself and become a servant and took on the form and being found in the form of a man the bible says that he, he humbled himself and died on the cross but you see after that the scripture says wherefore wherefore look at it wherefore wherefore God also has exalted him amen wherefore God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Now, but before the wherefore, he had to bring himself down. He had to be born in a manger. He had to walk, you know, before the wherefore. There's a wherefore in your life. There's a wherefore season. No, the wherefore season will come where all men will see your greatness. Where you experience the glory of God. Where you experience the, the honor of God. Where God will promote you. There is a wherefore season. But before that, before that, before that, there are other things. Wherefore, no one per se, wherefore, but before wherefore, I was so funny, maybe sometimes I want to come. I want to so, O Christoni Abrabon, I want to so The Bible says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous man, many, not a few. Evangelism, Kakana, your boat, your boss, 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 
a while for season. But before that, there are some things that you have to go through. Now, why are you Joseph? Huh? Joseph. We say, make a Now, make a I'm in a hole. What am I doing in a hole? What am I doing in a hole? Where there's no water. My brothers hate me. So, my manager, wife, or say, Bibi, Bibi, I'm saying, Bibi, me, 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 Miss Ronyami, and Nunti, yet me, I go to prison. I know I'm doing one. So, you cannot even think so far. Sometimes, when you walk with God, based on some of the things that you go to, you cannot think so far. You cannot think so far. But it is part of your life. Because many are the afflictions of the righteous man. But the Lord delivered him from them out of them all. Lift up your voice and give Jesus a shout of vision. Hallelujah. Now listen. Whilst you are waiting for your season, what must you do? What must you do? Number one, keep coming to church. <laughs> keep coming to church. L- listen, listen. The devil's aim is to drive you away from church. But I'm not married for the past 15 years. But I'm still coming to church. My business has been going down, but I'm still coming to church. Yeah. My health has been failing, but I'm still coming to church. I'm still coming for rehearsals. I'm still going to be an usher. I'm still going to do bustle work. I'm still going to plant churches. Keep on coming to church. Number two, keep on serving the Lord. Keep on serving the Lord. I like what the scripture says in First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. He said, he said, wherefore my, my beloved, be unmovable, unshakable, be steadfast, always abounding, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Look at the message Bible. Look at the message Bible. Look at the message Bible. With all this going for us, my dear, dear friends, stand your ground. <laughs> and don't hold back. Throw yourself into the work of the master. I feel crying. I feel the other man more. Look, after, after tonight, eh, everything that you are doing, if it is at 50%, increase it to 500%. Throw yourself into the work of the master. Confident that nothing you do for him is a waste of time or effort. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, whilst you wait, continue to go to church. Whilst you wait, continue to serve the Lord. Whilst you wait, continue to rejoice in the Lord. Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 17. Habakkuk chapter 3 and verse 17. Though the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in thy vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat, the flock shall be cut off from the fold, 
and there shall be no head in the stalls. All these things are not working. What is saying that though things are not working, no matter what I do, there's no fruit, there's, there, there, there's no progress, there's no promotion. I'm not getting anybody to, 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 to propose to me. No exercise has sent a proposal. I'm not making progress in ministry. It doesn't matter what I do. My church is not growing. My business is always just going down and down and down. Things are just not working. Let's say it in. Yet, I'll rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Yet, I will rejoice. You know, listen. The scripture said, the joy of the Lord is my strength. If Satan can take away your joy, he has killed you. He has finished you. Without you. So he said, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. God is saying to somebody, in spite of the fact that the season has come, continue to rejoice. Continue to rejoice. Continue to rejoice. You used to be part of the choir. You have stopped. Join it. You used to be part of the praise and worship. You used to dance in front. Hey. Now, your ma worship so. Metia bon samso. Metia bon Now, would you say, but he said, today, because you think that the season has delayed or has not come, you have withdrawn. But he said, though, the fig tree shall not blossom. The olive tree will fail. All these things will happen yet, 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 yet. Obansam, Obansam, no kosunamasum already. I'll rejoice. May you rejoice in the Lord. May you rejoice in the Lord. May you rejoice in the Lord. For I, I lifted up my, my voice unto the Lord. And he heard my cry. And he lifted me out of a horrible pitch. Out of the Mary clay. And he put my feet upon the rock. And he put a new song in my mouth. Even praise. Even praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Because God doesn't change. The taste may have changed. But God doesn't change. We own me. And then so we own Yami. Oh, that's all. Oh, Yami. Oh, no, it's been ten years since I've been expecting a certain season. It's been fifteen years. Since I've been expecting a certain season, things have changed. Even governments have been changed. The environment has changed. My friends have given up on you. But as for God, to see Bimu, and so.
I'm talking about is a key of making a vow. The key of making a vow. Amen? Hmm? What is a vow? A vow is a solemn promise, pledge, or personal commitment. A solemn promise made to a deity or saint. A solemn or earnest declaration. Huh? A vow is an oath. It's a pledge. It's a word of honor. 
Now watch me. You will see in the scriptures that when certain people really, really got to a point where they thought that nothing was working, they used the key of a vow. They used the key of a vow. Hannah made a vow. Look at first Samuel chapter 1 verse 9 to 12. Quickly. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh. And after they had drunk, now early the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in the in bitterness of soul and prayed and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. And she vowed a vow. She vowed, she made a solemn promise. She made a pledge. Tonight, some of you have to make a vow. Yeah. She made a vow and said, Oh Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the affliction of the hermit and remember me and not forget the hermit, but will give unto the hermit a man child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life and there shall no razor come upon his head. She made a vow. She made a vow. She made a vow. And verse 19, verse 19, verse 19, alright, and Elkanah knew Hannah his wife and the Lord remembered her. Do you remember? She said, if you remember me. And so after Samuel was born and she was weaned, as a little child, Hannah sent him to the house of God, made a special garment for him and gave him to God. Tonight, you have to make a vow. If you think that the season has delayed, you need to make a declaration and you need to make a firm pledge to God. Jacob made a vow. Genesis chapter 28 and verse 20. Look at it. Genesis 28 and verse 20. And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, this was when he was running away from his brother Esau. If God will be with me, and will keep me in the way that I go, and will give me bread to eat, and raiment to put on. Amen? Continue. So that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then shall the Lord be my God. Verse 22. And this stone, which I have set for a pillar, shall be God's house. And of all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give the tent unto thee. He made, he made a vow. If you send me, you keep me, you protect me. My brother Esau is chasing me. He wants my life. But if you keep me and protect me and look after me and keep me, when I come back, number one, you'll be my God. Number two, this stone, I'll raise it as, as a pillar to be the house of God. In other words, I'll build your church. Number three, everything that you give to me, I'll pay the tithes. Yeah. So these are vows that you can make. You can make a vow that God, Bishop Oedipo, says that when he was growing up, he got to know the Lord. At a point, he realized that you needed to use your life to serve God. And he made a vow. He made a promise that all the days of his life, he will serve the Lord. And he's doing that up to today. Because in some of you, you are serving God as a hobby. And you do not get any reward from hobbies. Yeah. Every Monday, together with my friends, Bishop Sam and Bishop uh, Steve, we go to play golf. But we play it as a hobby. We are never paid anything. But when professionals play, they are paid money. 
So when you serve God as a hobby, you don't get rewards. But when you serve God with all your heart, for thou shalt serve the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, with all thy mind, then God will bless you. You can make that vow. Some of you, we are still building. We should go and build a tower here. We are building other cathedrals. For this church, you can make a vow and say, Lord, every month, I'll give an offering towards the building of the house. Every month, I'll do it. 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 Hallelujah. He said, of everything that you give to me, I'll pay one time the tithe. Some of you must vow that you will not miss up on the tithe. Because you don't pay your tithe. Or you don't pay faithfully. Jacob made a vow. And the Lord sent him. By the time Jacob was coming, he came as two companies. He was so blessed. He was so blessed. Jephthah made a vow. Jephthah made a vow. Judges chapter 11 and verse 30. Judges chapter 11 and verse 30. And Jephthah vowed a vow unto the Lord. And said, if thou shalt without fail deliver the children of Ammon into my hands. You see, he was going to fight the children of Ammon. And he was very, very afraid. Because he felt that the people were too strong. But he made a vow to God. Any mountain you are afraid of. Any valley you cannot climb out of. You can make a vow. You can make a vow. I'm talking to you about, as you are waiting, what you can do. One of the things that you can do, as you are waiting for the season, to make a vow. Hannah made a vow. Jacob made a vow. He made a vow. Jephthah. That it shall be, that whatsoever cometh forth of the doors of my house to meet me, when I return in peace from the children of Ammon, shall surely be the lost, and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. So Jephthah passed over unto the children of Ammon to fight against them, and the Lord delivered them into his hands. He saw the season of victory. He saw the season of victory. And when he was coming back, the first person that came to come and meet him was his only daughter. And he said, you have troubled me, but I have made a vow to the Lord and I will not change it. He offered her daughter. Hallelujah. You can make a vow. So whilst you wait, keep on coming to church. Whilst you wait, keep on serving the Lord. Whilst you wait, keep on rejoicing. Whilst you wait, keep on having faith in the Lord. Whilst you wait, you can make and finally, as I close today, listen to me. Everybody look at me. This is the final word. I want you to know that your season will not fail. Ezekiel chapter 12. 21 to 25. Give me everything. Give me 21 to 25. Ezekiel chapter 12. 21 to 25. Can you give me, give me like three of them. 21 to about 23. And the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, what is that proven that ye have, ye have in the land of Israel, saying, The days are prolonged, and every vision faileth. Tell them, therefore, that said the Lord God, I will make this proverb to cease, and they shall no more use it as a proverb in Israel. That is the first thing. Whatever proverb, whatever description, Whatever you have used to describe yourself, others have used to describe you, God says, I'll make it to cease. I'll make it to cease. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 18. The scripture says, surely there is an end 
and the expectation of the righteous shall not be cut off. Surely, there shall be an end. And God said, it shall not. For surely there's an end. And the expectation shall not be cut off. Whatever expectation you have, God says, it shall not be cut off. Surely, whatever you are going through, there's an end. Surely, whatever you are going through today, what you have been going through for five years, what you have been going through for seven years, what you have been going through for ten years, what you have been going through for twenty-five years, God says there is an end. And your expectation shall not become. And not just say your expectation no. You miss a good place to clap your hands for the Lord. Go back to Ezekiel. Go back to Ezekiel. Eh? And they shall no more use it as a prophet in Israel. Next one. But say unto them, the days are at hand and the effect of every vision. This is the word of God. The day for your season has come. Enter into your season from today. This afternoon, I prayed for you and I said, Lord, let them enter into their season. Things will be different a year from now. I said, things will be different a year from now. Oh, you also come to the altar. You also experience your anointing. Your church will grow. Your breakthrough will come. God will respond to you. I said, God will respond to you. Lift up your voice and shout. A year from today. We are seeing you now. Rasha Wusa. Mibra Nina. Mitusha Wusa. Minita. Obra me the season. But whatever it is, wait for it. Continue. For there shall be no more any vain vision, nor flattering divination within the house of Israel. God said, listen, there shall be no false prophecies. There shall be no false, false declaration in my house. In other words, what I say, it will stand. 
what I say, it will stand. Hallelujah. Verse 25. For I am the Lord. I will speak. And the word that I shall speak shall come to pass. It shall, it shall be no more prolonged. It shall be no more prolonged. Your marriage shall no more be prolonged. Your anointing is coming. Your finances have, have, have come. Your prosperity have, 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 have come. Your ministry has flourished. The days you want to see have come. Receive the blessing of the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Outside, for Are you receiving your blessings? Receive your blessings. Receive your breakthroughs. Receive the blessing of the Lord. God has remembered you. You see, I left the church to come here. You thought you were in darkness, but God has remembered you. Wait for your season. Wait for your season. There is a season to everything and a time for every purpose under the sun. Now, give me back a Christmas. Yeah, continue. Continue. Quickly. Verse 2. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. You will dance. I say you will dance. You will laugh. No, laugh, laugh, laugh. Just like a crack. Oh, laugh, 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 laugh. Give a prophetic laugh. Give somebody a high five and laugh. And dance, and dance. A prophetic dance. A prophetic dance. A prophetic dance. Lift up your voice and shout. A time to cast away stones. A time to gather loves together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. Listen. There's a time to refrain from embracing. So those of you who are in beloved situation who are embracing prematurely, there's a time to refrain from embracing. And then there will see, oh, Bishop, you're my hug, Kakra. Hey, your hug is called hard hug. Now, why my hug? Gentlemen, I'm quite. I've hug back five minutes. There's a time to refrain from embracing. But there's a time to embrace. Next year by this time. Yabemaro. Now, Yabema Wafi Obana no 45 minutes. Secret kissing. What's your peck? Oh, Bishop Peck, a crabby cheek, a crabby, a sawara, a sawara. Bonsana for Jiwani. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Give the Lord a shout. Ay, yeah, 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 My God. Forever, oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But not even a title in my word shall pass away. I like what the psalmist said. He said, I have seen the end of all perfection. But thy commandment is exceedingly broad. It's exceedingly broad. What a God. What a God. And now we go for Mawakuma and Toya. Nanya Osi Obeyen. Obey. Emrepanobeba. Emrepa. Season. The definition of season is a good time. Emrepa. Emrepa. The scientists say, I could add that. I'm so down for diamonds. I don't know. I have a bunch of Mukaku. Media said, Yeah, I'm called school. I'm quite a chip again. I'm a professional. Please forgive me because my English is. is uh, eh? The English one is good. They are Kino. For So relax. Relax. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. Oh, clap your hands. Oh, clap your hands, oh ye people. And shout to the Lord with the voice of triumph. Come on, give the Lord a shout, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your hands. Thank God for your season. Yes. You are here standing in our midst. I worship you. Lift up your hands. Now, I want you to pray. Listen to me. I want you to pray and say, Lord, listen, listen, listen. Say, Lord, help me to wait for my season. And then number two, Lord, please let my season come. Lift up your hands. Come on. And pray. Pray. You are here.
up your voice and pray.
suffering, endurance for them to wait on you to wait for their season and those whose seasons have come I pray let them enter into it remove barriers remove barriers remove obstacles let them enter Hear the cries of your people. Send your angels from heaven to make a way for your people. The seasons of marriage, the seasons of childbirth, the seasons of travel, the seasons of fresh anointings, the seasons of entering into ministry, the seasons of businesses, the seasons of great wealth, the seasons of buying lands, building houses, 
the seasons of new cars, the, the seasons of blessings upon your people that you have been waiting for. Let them enter. Let them enter. I pray in the name of Jesus a year from now. A year from now, let the story be different. A year from now, let the story be different. And now, Lord, strengthen your people and encourage your people to continue to love you and to serve you. We thank you and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon opposite the Collegon main gate. Please note our service time. English services early rain service 6.30am to 8.30am His presence service 8.30am to 10.30am and love and faith service 10.30am to 12.30pm Other languages L'Eglise Glorious French 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gang, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.